This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up. Yep, here we are again. Here we are again. And then the way. Hey, uh, advice? Want me to jump straight into advice this week? Yep, play the stinger that you've got made up. No, 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 no. Nick's advice. Wow! What's that little wow noise at the end? Is that supposed to be a guitar? Yeah. Or is that you just saying wow? No, it's a guitar. Is it? Okay. I, don't know, I just asked the band to make it up and it's whatever they came so up with. It's a real guitar. It's a real guitar. And my advice this week, yeah. or the, today, I suppose, because yeah, I do it every day. Daily advice. Daily advice, wow. Uh, I've gone two from two so far with good advice. Um, today's advice is think about a cult, joining one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your first bit of advice was sharpen your knives, mm. then it was cut down on dairy, and now it's join a cult. Well, think about it. Think about a cult. If it fits your lifestyle, I think it could be enriching. Hmm. Don't know about that one. Why not? Not okay. every cult. You only hear. The thing is, you only hear about the bad cults. That's true. I would. I would go on record saying I believe that there is that that ninety percent of cults mm. will enrich your life and give you a very fun time. I think the definition of cult is that it's bad, though. I think it's a negative. No, I don't word. think so at all. I think. I think if it's a if it's a good cult, I think it's just regular religion, right? I think cult not is like all. it's all a scheme. No. Yeah, but here's the thing. I I don't mind if it's a scheme. On someone's yeah. behalf. But if the people that are involved, like the, if we joined a cult, yes, we might be getting taken advantage of, but as long as we're having a good time doing it. Yeah, as long as you're having fun. As long as you're okay and you're okay with the situation you're in. I wouldn't mind being a cult leader. I reckon that'd be all right. Interesting. I I'd think be a good one, obviously. There's a quote from The Office, the American Office from Creed. Mm. and I can't remember the exact quote, but it's something along the lines oh, cool. of... Uh, <laughs> I'm about to hear a quote from The Office that Nick half remembers. Well, I think it's very... Relevant here is, is it? Um, you have more fun being a cult member, but you make more money being a cult leader. There you go. Okay, uh, and I think that that's something to consider. And maybe you know, maybe instead of joining a cult, make your own. Yeah, if you but, are looking to make a bit of money, what would you base? Do you have to just basically say I'm the supreme leader? I'm basically Jesus reborn or whatever. Uh, I don't think they're all Jesus reborn, but I think it's but sort like, of like you, I'm the channel of uh, I'm the one that can channel the energy, and if you want the energy, yeah, I'm the, I'm the, the chosen one. Yeah, uh, if anyone's listening to this, I am actually the chosen one. Oh yeah, if you want to get in contact and uh, live in my house, I'd love to. Uh, just hit up our How Facebook much do page. Thousand bucks. But you'll get eternal life. So can I sleep in your bed? New, no, uh, but you will get, you will be sharing a bed <laughs> with the other cult members. I mean, uh, followers. Well, I think people in cults are aware that they're cults, aren't they? I don't think so. I think part of it's that you think you're on the right track and you think it's all what, legit. Well, what, what do people in cults think that they're doing when they go to? They live think on... that they've found the 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 one true man who yeah. knows how to. I don't know. But so, so they obviously believe in the cult, but they know yeah. it's a cult. No, I think it's the, they think they're doing. They're just hanging out with some friends. I think they're hanging out with friends and uh, paying money to a man who is God. I think that a lot of cults as well don't even involve money as much anymore. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's anymore. a lot of sex stuff. Oh, yeah. Maybe. But again, it's all. I think it's. I think it's largely consensual. Well, is it though? Because they're being brainwashed. If you believe in something like. Yeah, interesting, interesting little blurred line. I'd love to know if there's yeah. any legal cases that are active. I think there's a ton of them. <laughs> I think there's always heaps of legal cases about cults and weird, yeah. weird groups like that. Anyway, let's stop talking about cults. Well, no, bad no, no, advice just, from you. No, no, good advice. Depending no, on the cult, I'm willing bad, to go on bad advice. Oh, good advice. Oh, and the dairy thing was better than that. Yes. Anyway, Dairy's, today d- removing dairy is not going to enrich your life the same way a cult could. Hmm. Anyway, today on the podcast. Yes, we chatted to uh, Dr. Deliri. He 
made a big kookaburra. Speaking of cults. <laughs> yeah, well. That's, he, a, that's the sort of thing a cult would worship. I would worship him. He's a very lovely man. <laughs> that's very true, actually. We I cha- definitely we, would. We chatted to him about why he made his giant kookaburra. It's uh, floating around CQ at the moment if you want to check it out. I think it's called Giant Kookaburra on Facebook if you want to know its whereabouts. Yep. Uh, also, we ask on the phones for you to decide something for me. I need, mm. need your help weighing in on a little bit of a moral dilemma I've got at the moment. Should I attend a wedding or not? Yeah, hard to say. I can't really give advice. I don't really go to weddings. It'll sound like a pretty open and shut case, but there's a little bit of a twist that makes me feel guilty about not going. Ooh. Also, we play Net Worth It, Nick, with a robot theme. Well, we we talked about that because apparently... uh, People are getting turned on. By Siri. And like Alexa, like little robotic voices that are in your phones and your speakers and stuff. You won't believe what percent of people are into Siri. Yeah, and they, it is they, outrageously high. They surveyed a thousand people, so it's a it's like a pretty good reasonable, sample size. Yeah. Uh it's upsetting. And if you're currently you listen to this with your family around you, I am off because the number's gonna reveal that one of them is doing something. Yeah. All that's coming up in the podcast. Get up with Nick and Hado on hit. Uh there is something that's in your house right now, your car, maybe even your pocket that it turns out a staggering 28% of people have admitted Mm. that they have the hots for. Right. There's something that we're using maybe every day, and it's becoming more and more a part of the everyday life, that people uh, have realised that in lockdown, in isolation, in quarantine across the world in recent weeks and months, Mm. they are a bit turned on by, it's someone that we take for granted, Mm. uh, may introduce you, uh, Siri. I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. Yeah, 28% of people, Hato, have, uh, according to a survey, have said that they have the hots for Siri and like Alexa and, you know, those virtual assistants that live in your phones now. So it's not just Siri, it's any of them. Any of them. Because they all have like a kind of sort of sensual voice, according to some people. Do they? I don't think so This either. is a sensual voice? Hmm, I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? I don't have an answer for that one either, Siri, mm. to be completely honest with you. But what? the idea is that, Hato, people have been in uh, isolation in lockdown for so long, and a lot of people aren't in the lucky situation where they have family, friends, or their partner that live with them. A lot uh, of them live by themselves. Living by themselves with only Siri to keep them company. Yeah, and so they get into conversations. Um, Deep conversations. This is a quote from the New York Post. It's lonelier yeah. in lockdown, according to one 40-year-old man. He goes, it's nice to have someone to talk with. I can spend hours talking to Siri. Really? I don't. I haven't used Siri in a while. Yeah. Uh, I think I turned it off on my phone. But, like, you can only really ask her one thing at a time and then she sort of answers, but she doesn't continue the conversation. Well, yeah. She doesn't ask you how you're doing. We'll have a crack at this. <laughs> hey, Siri, um, was there, is there anything you'd like to talk about? Yeah, nothing. Uh, oh, wow. She's not Siri's, even that good. Siri's giving you the cold shoulder. And are you telling me, maybe that's, maybe that's part of the attraction, actually. Well, the, she, the cold shoulder. That she doesn't talk to you. Because you know oh, how it's she's like, playing hard to get. Or the whole, that's what it is. The, the treat a mean, keep them keen. Yeah. But 28% I think is a very high hatter. Is it 20, 28% of men or 28% of everyone? Of everyone. That's surprising. Because I guess you... <laughs> yeah, because guys can <laughs> be If it was creep. just men, I'd be like, that makes sense. Um, and that's out of a thousand people. Wow. Uh, yeah. Out of a thousand seven. people. That's more than a quarter. So if you're in a room... With four people, statistically, one of them has the hots for Siri. Yeah. Isn't that an awful, awful fact to know? If it's not me and it's not you and you're in the car with, you know, like, maybe your other half on the way to work Mm, or something. One of you guys. Creeps. (laughs) Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ.
Hado's High Speed Ha Ha's. A lot of pressure on you right now, Hado, to make comedy gold out of just one simple word. Yep. 13, 12, 16 is the phone number. Give us a call. Give Hado that word. And within 30 seconds, he has to come up with a humdinger, a joke that could bring the house down. Mm. If he was uh, at any stand-up mic night, <laughs> uh, a comedy gala, or even just a house party. It's more more joke book sort of jokes, I think. Yeah. Well, already stand-up-y. See how we go today. Uh, we've got Sam, who's giving us a call from Blackwater. Sam, before you tell us the word... Uh, give us the difficulty, one to ten. What do you reckon? How hard do you think? I I think this is definitely doable, mate. I'd okay. say probably three and a half. Three and a half. So All I'm right. Expecting big things from you. Oh All god. Right. So that's almost more pressure than a hard one because yeah, be... you're expecting me to knock it out of the park here. All right. Well, look, uh, I'll give you the countdown, Sam. Had I be ready with your thirty second I'm ready. timer? I'm ready. No padding today, Sam. Give us that word in three, two, one, go. Moisturizer. Moisturizer? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's tough. Uh, Much like what? skin if you don't use it. Mm. By the way, three and a half is... Actually, no, it may be fair. I mean, are you expecting a knock-knock joke? Are you expecting a pun here? What are you vibing out, Sam? I'm thinking sexual. <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Hannah, which way are you leaning at the moment? Oh, you got five bad. seconds left, it's by the bad. way. No, that may, means it probably is sexual. Three, two, one. <laughs> okay. A joke. Three, two, one, go. Just, avoid, just so you know, Sam, this joke doesn't make any sense. <laughs> go. Oh, I like jokes that don't make sense. I, hey, Sam, did you? what do you call a soup made by uh, a bit of skincare cream that has yeast in it? <laughs> what? A moist stew rising because <laughs> it's oh, got yeast. That's, that's good. I don't know. No, no. Are you really, are you really paying? <laughs> Sam, that? have a have a quick second to stew on that one. <laughs> have a Moist deep breath. Stew rising. It was rising because the yeast. And now, give us your real thoughts. What do you think? No, genuinely, there was actually a bit of bit of depth in that gag. <laughs> yeah, all right. Constantly baffled by the standards. Well, guess what? Congratulations, Sam. I'm glad you like it so much because for calling, that's your joke. You now yeah. own that joke. You own the rights to it. You can sell it. You can say it at fancy dinner parties. It's all yours, mate. So not trademarked, not copyrighted. Nah, it's all, well, it is, but to you. Up to Woo! you. Whatever you want to do with it. Maybe put it on a novelty shirt. Sell that. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks for the call, Sam. Will you guys buy it? Uh, no, sorry. No, definitely not. <laughs> what a waste of money. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's hit. Masked Singer returns very shortly, Nick. Yes. Well, we don't know who the singer is, but they're wearing those awesome costumes. They yeah. look so cool, don't they? They, look, oh, they do look really cool. They look heavy, actually. <laughs> they look so uncomfortable. I was reading some behind-the-scenes stuff, and like the efforts that they go to to keep these celebrities' identities secret, even yeah. from like the crew, even the people working on the show, yeah. is insane. They go through so much effort, which is probably unnecessary because the the quote-unquote celebrities, like the lower echelon. Well, no, that's the thing because this this season's masked singer. In my opinion, I've got the inside scoop here. Yeah, right. Features an A-list celebrity under one of those masks. But they, they claimed that last year, and I just don't understand how they can claim it and get away with it when it clearly isn't. Like, last year, yeah. the best person under the mask, in my opinion, was Brett Lee, the Australian cricketer. No, Cody Simpson was there. He's a megastar. Who cares? Brett Lee. <laughs> what do you mean, who cares? Everyone cares. Brett Lee's a legend. All right, here's the thing. On this season's Masked Singer, I... I'm about 1,000% sure. Okay. So it's pretty Zac Efron will be under one of the masks. Right. Zac Efron, the man from High School Musical. He's got a new show on Netflix, I think. Uh, he's just a superstar. He's in a million things. But, uh, the Beach one. <laughs> what was that one? Baywatch. Baywatch. He's in Baywatch. He's in the remake. Um, yep. I, 
Look, I can appreciate why you would want to see him on the Masked Singer because he's a hottie. Mm. He seems cool. Seems like a great guy. He does seem really nice. Um, but why in the world would Zac Efron go on this like this dinky little show? Like <laughs> he, he's not like he's he's over in the states. He's from LA. He does big A list movies. Why is he doing Masked Singer? That's where you're wrong. He's still in Byron Bay. If you'll uh, recall, he bought a house here in Byron Bay. I was looking at buying a house. He's he's currently in Byron Bay, and because uh, obviously with lockdown and stuff, he's just not leaving. Uh, so he's hanging out in Byron. He's in the country. He's been in the country for a while. Yeah. Um, that's reason number one. Reason number sure. two is he can sing and dance. From High School Musical, that makes sense, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Reason number three, they have teased that there's a Hollywood celebrity. That's it. That's my reasons. Yeah. Mate, I don't know. Look, I don't know about it. It's this. 100%, man. Just he's probably he's... the echidna. There's the echidna on this season. Just because he's in the country doesn't mean that... We've been what else is he in. doing? What else is he doing? He's bored. Hang out in Byron. Bored out of his mind. What do people do in Byron? We know what they're doing, Byron. Because <laughs> yeah, they're all of... bored. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you didn't need to spell it out for us. Mate. We got I it. didn't spell it out. I just happened to take a very deep breath just uh-huh. then. Yeah. He's not. He's a, there's just no chance. Just because he happens to be able to sing and dance. Why Why could he not be in it? Mate, I don't want to... Do I have to, do I have to spell this out for you? You might You might have to. I think he's, bu- I think he's above this show. No, I, I think, think so. that, I think this show is a, sh- a show that so- our own Dave Husey Hughes is on is above Zac Efron. Why do you think it's just because Hughes involved? That why Efron would be? Everyone, but there's A-listers involved with this. Why would you? Is it Lindsay Lohan was on the show last year. Yes, I don't think <laughs> you that- think Lindsay Lohan's beneath Zac Efron. I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit CQ. <laughs> Give it to me, net worth it, baby, net worth it. Uh-huh, net worth it. Gimme, gimme, net worth it. We'll put two celebrities head-to-head. You've got to guess who's worth more money, who has the higher net worth. Yeah, cool. We usually do a theme with this one. Yep. What's the theme again? Uh, a little bit earlier in the show, we were talking about how, apparently, according to a survey, 28% of people reckon that the little voice like Siri and Alexa in their phone or their speakers is pretty sexy. I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. Yeah. I don't see it. I reckon they love, they're just that into robots. So I'm going for, for actors and actresses who have been in robot movies today. Okay. Uh, up first, we have got, and some of these are kind of a stretch. Like they're in a movie, it's not about robots, but there are robots in it. That's, that's fine. Like actor number one today, Mark Hamill, who plays Mark Luke Hamill. Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, right. Well, he's got a robot hand. He's got a robot hand. There's also uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO in the Star Wars movie. Yeah, Star Wars is uh, robot-filled. Uh, we've got Mark Hamill up against Shia LaBeouf. Ooh. Who plays Sam in Transformers. Uh, Transformers. And Sam, uh, Sam and Shia also in iRobot a little bit. There you go. Who's worth more money, Shia LaBeouf or Mark Surely Hamill? Surely Mark Hamill. I mean, he's in Star Wars. He's in like every Star Wars, isn't he? Uh, I think he's well, in, nearly all of them. A lot of them, yeah. yeah. Oh, let's say Mark Hamill. Mark sure. Hamill is worth eighteen million dollars. Shia LaBeouf, twenty-five million. Really? Yeah, That's insane. Shia's doing well for himself. Apparently, he invested well, well. Hey, on to the next. We've got uh, our huge jacked man himself, Hugh Jackman. Oh, yep. He was in Real Steel. You know that one where the, the robots do boxing and stuff. Is that the movie no one saw? Yeah, it was really awful. Yeah. Uh, him versus Sigourney Weaver. From aliens. From aliens, because they've got lots of like those uh, android Androids. people. Yeah. yeah. Surely Hugh Jackman, right? Sigourney... It's got to be Hugh Jackman. You want to lock it in? Yeah. Sigourney Weaver, $50 million. The Hugh Jacked Man, 55 You're correct. Yeah. I thought it'd be more, because he's the star of stage and screen. Yeah, he's done well for himself. Mm, he's the boy uh, from Oz. You've got 50% correct so far. You've got one from two. To get the win, you need to get this one correct. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wrap it up. 
We've got Will Smith, who is, of course, the star of iRobot. Yeah, Will Smith. Up against arguably one of the most famous robot men of all time, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, of course, the Terminator. The Terminator. Who's worth more money? Arnie. Who is it? Arnie and who? Arnie and Will Smith. Arnie and Will Smith. That's tough. Arnie's Arnie doing obviously... less stuff yeah. right now. Yeah, but Will Smith has just been going and going and going, hasn't he, since Fresh Prince? Mm. Even before that, he was a rapper before that. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, let's go. Oh, this is tough. Will Smith, surely. Go Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah. Will Smith, $250 million. Wow, house. that's a lot of money. He's very rich. That's incredibly rich. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. $400 million. Really? Yeah, got him by quite a bit as well. Good on Arnie. Arnie. Why is he so rich? What's he done? Well, I assume royalties probably is a bit of it. Can't He's just be from royalties. huge in the fitness world. He's got lots of like... I think he owns like a ton of gyms oh, as well. It'd be all the supplements he sells, probably. Right? Oh yeah, he's getting a fifty percent cut on the weird powders he's selling. Doing a weird, uh, doing pretty well for themselves. That's net worth it. Mm-hmm. Give, Give it to me, me, net worth it, baby, net worth it. Aha, uh-huh, net worth it. Give me, give me, net worth it. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. If you've been on the roads across central Queensland the last couple of days, or maybe you've seen this one online, you've no doubt seen that huge, that giant kookaburra. Yes. It seems to have uh, invaded the area. It's mm-hmm. exciting. We ch- we got to check it out yesterday and meet the father of that bird. Mm-hmm. It's not a kookaburra, but it is a, a sculptor and a very interesting man. He joins us right now, Dr. Favadin Deliri. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thanks for chatting to us. Now, you've just sculpted a ginormous kookaburra, uh, and you're driving it all across Queensland. My yes. main question is why? <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And, and that is completely fair. Look, <laughs> it, it is huge. Me, if it's making people smile and happy and people are excited to see it, so that's precisely why I made it. Yeah, fair Because enough. when we were in lockdown situation, I was in Brisbane, I couldn't go to work, and I had this basically uh, structure of the kookaburra mm. done already in, in during December, but I never made anything move or laugh in among my other work. So I decided this one should laugh and very loud. Yeah, so and this one... I spent the whole time to finish it and perfect it so that now it can move, uh, uh, can laugh, and can make people... You know, happy, and also the painting of it, and and the final mm-hmm. uh, artwork of it on the top. It was very much basically complicated mm. to the point that you it had to create that illusion of the real, so that people, when they look at it, they feel like it's a kookaburra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks it's it's a bloody magnificent bird. Uh, now you said that you did it um, whilst you couldn't actually go to work. Have you? You've obviously you've sculpted before, I'd imagine, Favidin. Yes, yes, yes. Is this obviously? Yeah. I'm imagining this is one of the the bigger uh, projects you've undertaken. How long did it take to assemble? The, this was uh, about four months, actually. Wow, four months! And as far as sculpting goes, is that a longer project? <laughs> is that on the shorter side? Because you did have a bit of time up your sleeve. Yeah, actually, it was the 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 lockdown situation gave me more time than usual because mm. my my full time job is not a sculpting. I'm a uh, running an office of community service, not-for-profit in Townsville. So right. what happened that uh, I had enough time to do detail work so and also pay a lot of attention to yeah. its uh, uh, the sound movement and, and all the mechanizing, the, the beep movement and jaw movement, all of that. So it became one of the projects that I really did work on it with love and with the art what you call that my artistic urge to make yeah. a perfect work so yeah. that's how it came about awesome now we were lucky enough to see it yesterday it is how, I mean, how tall is it it's huge 
it's high, four four meters high. Four meters high. It's it is long from beak to tail is around eleven meters. Eleven meters. Wow. You've whacked it on your trailer. Uh, do you have to register that thing with like the authorities because it is huge? That's the trailer is registered. Yeah, and also it's uh, uh, within the Queensland Transport Specification. Of they call that peak trailer. Sure, <laughs> it is kookaburra trailer, <laughs> but that fits into that. You so have to change the rules for it. Has been has met the specifications of Queensland Transport requirement for a trailer of that size, so it fits in very well. It's all legit. Uh, look, and you said you are from Townsville. You built it in Brizzy. Where is the end goal? Are you trying to get it back up north? Yeah, this going for our carnival, which is uh, set to be on the twenty second of August. We also decided to promote Townsville. Apparently, Kukubara promoted Townsville globally because as it came out of the, its uh, its backyard where I was making it in mid-May, the Kukubara, this giant Kukubara became a global news item. Yeah, wow. it went viral. So, everywhere. The New York Times are talking and, about it, CNN as well. Uh, now, if exactly. people want to catch it, where is it going to be? Yeah, uh, it is basically today it's going to be all over Rockhampton, Grasmere. We are visiting a number of places, including Headspace, uh, two schools, uh, a, a nursing home bypass, the Blue Care at, in Grasmere, yeah. and uh, Central University of Queensland in two campuses this afternoon. So there is the best way to get the details and the timing is our Facebook, Giant Kukubara. Make sure you like it when you go there so we know who you are. Send us your message, recommendation, and any suggestion. And we also oblige if sometimes when people ask, can you pass by this place? I really love to do as much as we so can. So you're taking requests as well. Awesome. Bloody love it. You're putting Townsville up on the mat. Dr. Farvidin, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate thank your time. You. It was great talking to you guys, mate. Thank, thanks. Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. And I need your help right now. 13, 12, 16, that is our phone number. Bit of a moral dilemma that I have. I have been invited to a wedding, Hado, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I should go. Yeah. Because it is from a friend who is, I thought was maybe a, an acquaintance. Not a friend, an acquaintance? Well, let, me, let me give you the details here. I went okay. to university a few years ago. Uh, a guy that I knew for a year or two while I was there. His name's Henry. Lovely guy. Um, got along quite well. And I have recently been invited to his wedding. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's all above board. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't think we were good enough friends to get an invite to his wedding. Well, if it's a big wedding, how big's the wedding? Do you know? I don't know the size of the wedding. That's what, that's what leads me. It's a bit, I'm a bit concerned. Yeah, right. Um, I've gotten the invite. Here's the thing. It's also uh, midweek. This is, it's early <laughs> next year. It's a midweek wedding. It's not like a Thursday or a Wednesday, I think. Yeah. So it means I have to take annual leave. It's also uh, in Victoria and not, oh, like, not nice. near a major airport. And Jeez. requires me to get accommodation at the wedding venue for two nights. When did you say it was? Next year. I think it's like maybe early March, late Feb. Okay, right. Uh, so all up, I will have to take about two or three days of annual leave. I will also have to spend about $1,000 to go to this wedding. Oh, Someone who you I'd go. You reckon I, can't, I shouldn't go? Oh, but then he's invited you to his wedding. Can you just refuse a wedding invite like that? He, Without a good excuse? I don't know, man. Because here's the thing. is because Yes, I should say no. Mm. That's the clear thing because, but I'm like, I'm a, I feel a bit sad and I feel bad about the situation because it's like, he's invited me. Like, does that mean he doesn't have that many 
friends or oh you think okay does, does, does that mean like some other people have said no well, here's the thing I'm not the best person to ask so give us a ring 13 12 16 let us know what you reckon because I don't get invited to weddings yeah <laughs> I don't go to weddings uh, I'm not us, a good person to ask if you've had a wedding we would love to hear from you if you are currently you know hopefully trying to plan or get yours together because it's a bit of a it's a weird moral dilemma I don't want to take someone else's place by going and not wanting to go yeah with that being said am I taking up someone's place I'm, I feel like I'd be at the bottom of the list anyway uh, okay We've got Ben who's giving us a call Ben uh, should I stay or should I go it just sounds like too much work by the sounds of things mate oh man it just it, you know truly it, it absolutely is gonna get the suit pressed yep. Uh, got to pipe book flights as well. Mm. Ben, have you had to go to any weddings of late? I mean, obviously these last few months have been dire, but previous to that, because I'm thinking that I've gotten the call up because he's, he thinks we're better friends than we are. Like, are you only getting wedding invites for really good friends? Yeah, look, that's a tricky one. The last wedding I went to was uh, a girlfriend's sister. So yeah, uh, like she was part of the bridal party and, and it was a destination one. So we had to fork out for accommodation and everything. And it was... Mate, we were down about three grand by the end of it. Yeah, it's just too doesn't... much work. Just stay home. What is the furthest yeah. uh, relation removed you, that they could be and you could still go, Ben? Um, I don't know, maybe like a second cousin or something like that. Mm. That would be sort of anything further than that. And it'd probably... Look, you've got a great out. You just, just say COVID. Just say you're worried about COVID and you won't. They can't judge you for it. That's true. That's going to be a valid excuse for the next few years, to be honest. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. Especially they're in Victoria. Oh, I just don't, want to, just don't want to take the risk oh, right now, yeah. guys. Mate, you what what are you doing, you madman? No, I don't go. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Ben. Cheers, guys. 13, 12, 16. Look, let us know. What do you reckon? Do you agree with Ben? Can you just ditch a wedding? For no real reason. But he's invited me, so I feel guilty. Like, well, there's no, you, the thing, I think you might have to go because you haven't, you don't have a reason. You just don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to wait. But he's invited you to his wedding. He's his best, the best day of his life, and he's invited you. He wants to share it with you. I feel bad. It's a thousand dollars. It's half a week <laughs> off of work for someone I barely know. Bronte on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Should I go or should I stay? Nick, you need to go. This is like when you're in high school and that kid that you didn't really know would invite you to his birthday party and then you went and there was nobody else there. Clearly you've gotten the call up for a reason, especially during this time. You can't leave him hanging on his most important day. That's true, Nick. It's his most important day, his life probably. These parties in high school, Bronte, didn't cost $1,000 and require me to take annual leave. That's also true. true, but think of the open bar. You could try try and make your money back by just drinking (laughs) all of the expenses. Let me me put this to you as well. If I I hypothetically went, do I need to give a wedding gift or is my presence enough in that instance? How far are you travelling? About 3,000 kilometres. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I mean, maybe I'll give them, like, you know how they give you the uh, the earphones on the aeroplane? Yeah. Give them a pair oh, of, like, Qantas earphones. A sleeping mask get, and stuff. If you get them a card and they don't open the card, they think there's money in there, but it could just be a well-wishes card. Oh, yeah, they probably won't open the card on the day. That's true. No. It's unlikely that I'm ever going to see him after the wedding. <laughs> That could well, be a good not, solution. I mean, unless I'm invited to the second wedding down the track, that's how like loose the connection's starting to get. <laughs> or oh, the right. christening, the christening. Oh yeah. God damn. I, what if I accidentally become the godfather <laughs> to their child? <laughs> Amazing. Bronte, thanks for the call. Thanks, guys. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen is the number. Let us know what you reckon about this. Uh, Carl's called in. Carl, you reckon I shouldn't go, but in return for me not going, I should be fairly generous with my present to them. Do you think? 
Well, as I said, you're going to be pretty optimistic to get down there for $1,000. Have you flown lately? Have you got a car? Have you got accommodation? Oh, I didn't think then you've got to buy some well. clothes. Are you going on your own? There's two airfares. Uh, Why don't you just um, send a letter say, thanks very much for the invite. I'm really impressed. Um, don't want to disappoint you because I can't guarantee I can be there. Mm. But it's $500 towards your honeymoon. <laughs> Have a great bucks? time. You want to give them $500? <laughs> Well, you're going to be a thousand dollars out of pocket for your airfare, you reckon? So <laughs> That's you're true. Front. I mean, Carl, yeah. what's a what is a normal? What do you think is a reasonable amount to spend on a normal wedding present? Do you think? Oh, you'd be going three, two to three hundred dollars. Depends how well you know you know them and um, all that sort of stuff. But usually, right. if they have a what they have a wishing well where you might oh, yeah. put money in, okay, or something like that, then and and sometimes it depends on the nationality. Have you ever been to a Greek wedding? Okay. Um, yeah, so I think that's that you've come out a winner and winner. And as the previous caller said about going to the christings and things, you haven't burned your bridges. That's true. It's been really nice. So you reckon be the bigger man and just send him five hundred bucks. Like, I'm not rocking up, but here's five hundred. Yeah, and Chris, towards your honeymoon. Be romantic about it. Write a nice letter. Love it, Carl. That's a great idea. I don't know if I can afford to send five hundred dollars for every event I don't go to because that's going to be a lot of money. <laughs> Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit. A Gladstone man has been caught with a knife whilst driving a car with stolen plates. Got pulled over by the cops, Hato. It's pretty full on. And, you know, arrested, fined, all that stuff. He's fronted the magistrate's court this week. And I reckon he should have got off scot-free. Really? He should be allowed to have his knife. (laughs) Okay. Because I think he's got a pretty bloody good reason for it. Most often when someone gets pulled over and they get caught with a weapon or something they shouldn't have. Yeah. You know, the reasoning's not very good. There's not many excuses that are good and make sense. Well, uh, his name is Tony. He told cops, he goes, oh, I actually need this for cutting up food. Yeah, I need it for cutting up food. Now, That's to, what most knives are for, but... What, guess, wait, what kind of knife is it, by the way? Big pocket knife, apparently. But that's not what you use for cutting up food. It was like a butter knife. I'd be like, yeah, makes sense. A steak knife, I'd get. I'd say, okay. Sure. If you have a nice block of knives in the back seat yeah. next to a chopping board, that <laughs> makes more sense. No, well, he's prepared for it. It's a, it's a pocket knife. I'm sort of not really believing that he's using it for cutting up food. Yeah, the cop's just as sceptical, and rightfully so, yeah. possibly. But then he's done a bit of, no, I actually need it to cut up uh, food. and Pretty, pretty much, uh, it's almost exclusively his fruit knife, it would seem. His fruit knife. They're right. like, no, nah, don't believe you. Don't believe this at all. Uh, I don't believe goes, him either. He goes, well, I need it because I, and I haven't really got all the uh, cutting implements that God gave me, he smiles. Apparently, this bloke, Tony, he's got only got four teeth. Oh. And he is heavily reliant on this knife. And he's been go- he's gone to court for it, for carrying around a knife that he uses for his fruit knife, Hato. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm back around. I'm, I'm pro-knife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pro-Tony having a knife. He needs a knife. Which is very rare. Get I get a knife. <laughs> get, get him two. I mean, obviously, if we get him one for every teeth he's missing. Mm. So what does he just cut up his apples like really into sliv- slivers or something? And I would imagine he purees gums, them. Gums them. Makes it a, a bit of a slush. Yeah, A bit right. of a slurry and... <laughs> Down oh, the God, throat. Don't do that noise. What is wrong with you? I'm sure that they people probably, are waking up. I don't need to hear that. Yeah, I'm sure it probably got done in the middle of court. But he got. He got <laughs> like Tony. Yeah. Yeah. He got stung. He um had to pay $150 fine for the knife, and I just think that he should not have had to go. To, to have a knife, and he got um, and I think he should have got off scot free. I don't think this. I think he's done nothing wrong in this situation. Well, didn't you say he was driving around with stolen plates? Yeah, but <laughs> so what? What were the stolen plates for? Also cutting up fruit. I imagine so, yeah. <laughs> that was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on his.